This is the Rock of Recovery. This is Angie Meadows. I'm Bobby Snyder. And today we're going to do Overcoming Trauma Lesson 15 on gentleness, goodness, and kindness. Okay, let's kick us off, Bobby. So, gentleness, goodness, and kindness. Pursue after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of eternal life which you were called. That's First Timothy, Timothy 6, 11 through 12. So what we're doing is going through the fruit of the Spirit, and we're understanding that these things are stuff that are our inheritance, that we've got to go after, that gentleness, goodness, and kindness is not just going to magically appear. i got to go work for it. i got to go contend for it. Uh, and, you know, sometimes, uh, Bobby, things come to me, and other times i got to go, you know, and i got to wait on them, and other times i got to go fight for them. And I think the fruit of the Spirit is something i got to practice and something i got to fight for. So let's do the introduction. Gentleness is the good fight of the faith for spiritual maturity. Gentleness, goodness, and kindness are the opposite of harshness, bullying, and abusive. Mm. Unless we nurture ourselves and those around us, we will not be able to reach our full potential. Godly character keeps us from being ineffective and unproductive. Godly character keeps us from being ineffective and unproductive. So I want to have godly character because you know what I found with my kids when I was raising them is that I could work for a solid month, never misspeak, never be impatient, always love them, be up in the morning, have their breakfast done because I homeschooled them, you know, so I was with them all day. And, and just one day I'd be in a foul mood and I could tear down a whole month of relationship that I had built with them with one sentence. And now they were afraid of me. And now I had to start all over. I had to go back. I had to apologize. I had to make amends. I had to repair that bridge. And I could tear it down really quickly with impatience, with unkindness. And I just had to decide that I was not going to put up with myself acting like that. Okay, let's look at this. You ready for the scripture? I am. Second Peter 1, 5 through 9. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness. And to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control. And to self-control, perseverance. And to perseverance, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. Wow. Yeah, that's a mouthful there. and blind. Lord, open our eyes that we could see. We could see where we're, where we're stumbling and what's tripping us up. So we want this gentleness. So let's look at the lesson. Let's look at number one. A gentle person is easy to approach, available, and teachable. Wisdom that comes from heaven is, first of all, pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere, James 3.17. Gentle words promote peace. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger in Proverbs 15.1. Actions always speak louder than words. Not only do my actions need to match my words, but if my tone and attitude is not right, I will still be rejected. Action is definitely important. I'm from Missouri. It's the show me state. So you got to really show me. Number three. Gentle word. Oh, the word Lord is a gentle shepherd. 
The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Psalms 23, 1. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently, gently leads those that have young in Isaiah 40, 11. You cannot harshly drive sheep or children. My Lord knows that the children are tender and that I must care for the ewes and the cows that are nursing their young. If they are driven hard just one day, all the animals will die in Genesis 33, 13. Let me tell you about that. Jacob was going across the, the wilderness, the desert with his family, and he was returning back to where God wanted him to do after he had both of his wives, his children, and was uh, had left Laban, uh, Rachel and Leah's father, and was going back. Um, he had children, small children, and he had um, animals that were nursing young. And he said, don't drive them too hard. If you drive them hard one day, they will, dry, they will die. So I want you to know if you're working in recovery, if you're working with children, if you're working with the weak or the feeble, if you drive them hard one day, they may give up. They may be faint-hearted. They may die. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what Jacob said. Don't you drop my babies too hard. So there are those that we can toughen up, and then, and then we need. There needs to be like a little mommy spirit come in underneath you and kind of gently love them. And try to play good cop bad. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so gentle care is like a mother with little children. But we were gentle among you, like a mother caring for her little children. We loved you so much that we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well, because you had become so dear to us. First mm. Thessalonians 2, 7 through 8. So I think a lot of people in recovery, Bobby, don't understand how dear they are and how special they are. And I think as leaders, we need to be gentle and kind and good and have good uh, motives towards them so that they know that they're loved. Low self-esteem is one of the real, real key elements to addiction. I think so, too. Underlying issues. So gentleness makes us great. David speaks of the Lord's gentleness with him. And thy gentleness has made me great. Psalm eighteen thirty-five. <laughs> Look at that. So how am I supposed to make these kids great? I'm supposed to be gentle. Yeah. And as I'm gentle with them, guess what? They become great. They become they become valued. They feel that value. So let's look at goodness. We've got a few a few things verses to look at with goodness. Speak evil of no one. Do whatever is good. Slander no one. Be peaceable and considerate and show true humility to all men. Titus 3, 1. Overcome evil with good. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans 12, 21. Taste the goodness of the Lord. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that takes refuge in him. Psalms 34, 8. Trust and do good. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Psalms 37, 3. A good man's steps are ordered. The steps of a good man are ordered. They are made firm by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Psalms 37, 23. I can remember one day I was at a church, and uh, I was really stressed over a lot of things. And this lady comes up to me, and she says, The Lord says that he's going to order your steps, and you're going to be just fine. And, you know, that's been 25 years ago, and the Lord's still ordering my steps. I have to just, I have to just trust that even if it doesn't look right, that as long as my heart is in line with the Lord, that he can cover my mistakes. Does that make sense? Yeah. But that, that, that uh, connection is, is important. You know, somebody asked me this morning, sent me a message. It was out of the blue, too. Someone that I don't even hardly ever talk to and was like, tell me why 
you got and stayed sober this time. Mm. And, and like the, 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 the real reason was because I finally gave in and surrendered to God's will and what he wanted me to do. Yeah. Uh, that was, and that really kind of encapsulated it all. You know, yeah, I was broke. Yeah, I was homeless, living in a trap house, sleeping in my van most of the time. Um, but in all reality, I surrendered to what God's yeah. will for me was, mm-hmm. and that's why I came back in and stayed. Yeah, you're different this time. You're much different. You've got a heart of love. You've got you've got a, a desire to to stay sober. Uh, you've got a desire a teachable spirit. Uh, so now let's look at kindness, number 12. The law is kindness. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness, Proverbs thirty-one twenty-six. I posted that on my refrigerator for years, and I decided that my mouth would never be opened unless it was kind. And if I was unkind, that my rule was I had to humble myself and go back and apologize. And that went a long way to having a, a, a good, strong family. God is kind. But you are a forgiving God, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, which means great kindness. And that's Nehemiah 9, 17. I want you to understand that God is kind. Sometimes when we've had abusive people in our life or people who have condemned us or been harsh, our heart gets hard, Bobby, and we can't feel that kindness from God. And so I want you to know that God is kind. Yes, circumstances are hard yes the world could be hard but god is kind I think what you were talking about it begins i think we get used to it, our heart gets hard it's like a it's like a scar on the outside of our body i uh, think so you know it like it's hard for something else to to, to get in once it gets like that uh, well you know if it, or bad. yeah if people hurt me i put up walls that aren't healthy walls i put up walls that are sometimes um block out god does that make sense like if of my uh a parent or a loved one abuses me i might equate that to being what god feels like over me like if somebody's condemning me or being too harsh instead of just realizing that no wait a minute my god's always kind that whole idea <laughs> of a wall yeah. um I, when i teach class about the steps um i talk about us having a wall between me and between God and I even draw it on a chalkboard Mm. and and I draw you know and I'm going straight from AA literature but those things that block me from God that we're dealing with as alcoholics are resentment fear guilt shame and remorse Mm. that's like the five big things that are that build that make that wall between us and then the, the steps are what help us take those things down and the whole thing revolves around a relationship with God don't get me wrong it's uh, it, it's all about God. It even says on uh, page 45 of the big book, it says that's exactly what this book is about. I mean, you can't get any more clearer than that's exactly what this book is about. Wow. Its main purpose is for you to find a, a God that will solve your problem. It's Amen. really, really no questions asked there. So. Um, so I like to find friends in the Bible. I like to, uh, like mercy and truth are friends. Uh, gluttony and stubbornness are friends <laughs> and kindness and compassion are friends so when I practiced kindness I realized after several years I thought wow there's a compassion that I have for those that are hurting or broken that I didn't have before so you want to read that verse be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you 
Ephesians 4:32. So the exercise I want you to do is to choose pra- choose to practice gentleness, goodness, and kindness in every chaotic situation of life. So what you have to do is when something's coming at you, you got to spend uh, you know five seconds pausing before you respond and make sure your response is gentle and good and kind so let's look at these steps everybody used to talk about the pause process proceed Mm -hmm. i threw another p in there of pray there you go process pray then proceed there you go so let's look at these instructions for sincere love and kindness well love must be sincere hate what is evil cling to what is good Be devoted to each other in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Keep spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be faithful in prayer. Share with those in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Associate with people of low position. Be careful to do what is right. Live at peace with everyone as much as possible. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If your enemy is thirsty, give him something to drink. Overcome evil with good. Now this is looks like the patience list, doesn't it? Yeah, it's very simple. <laughs> patience, goodness, gentleness, kindness. There's all kind of com- kind of low as one so i think as we pick up one that maybe just practicing that kindness the other ones are going to start flowing out of it so let's look at the do not collateral damage and collateral (laughs) blessings blessings (laughs) amen collateral goodness (laughs) so the do nots do not lack zeal do not curse others do not be proud do not be conceited do not repay evil for evil do not take revenge and do not overcome by evil so yeah be not overcome by evil so a lot of times uh i was giving a a lesson one time a lady said you can't tell people how to think and i'm like you know when i listened to god and he told me what to think out of his word my whole life become better (laughs) it's like my thinking stinks i can't i can't think my thoughts they're dumb (laughs) i can't trust them we talked about that a few lessons ago about not being able to control the things that that I think of uh, right it's more my, my control begins when it's when I put action behind those thoughts right I have to sometimes weird stuff comes into my head right and so I have to take those thoughts and I have to decide which one's good which one's bad which one am I going to allow to take up real estate in my in my heart in my mind uh, which one uh, do I want to uh, move towards like if I'm having a lot of bitterness, do I want to ponder that for a long time? Probably not. Instead, I want to practice forgiveness. So let's look at Romans 12, 9 through 21. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Mm-hmm. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Mm-hmm. Be joyful in hope patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with God's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. 
Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. And if he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coal coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, we've done this several times. <laughs> we've done this several times. Yeah, deja vu. Yeah, so we've got we've got the skills of joyfulness, hope, uh, patience, faithfulness. There's a lot of skills in here that I need to learn. And you know, Bobby, if I'm not spiritually mature, I'm not going to be able to know how to do this. I'm not going to be able to know how to mourn with those who are mourning. And I found that when when my loved one uh, was in addiction for decades, and when I had to leave him in the streets because I just couldn't handle him. I um I couldn't find anybody to mourn with me. And I think it was harder um, mourning alone. And, and, of course, it went on for decades. So I wore all my friends out. They, didn't, you know, they, they were like, I can't do it anymore. But I just not having anybody to mourn with was really hard. So if you're there and you've got loved ones that are hurting, you've got a lot of brokenness in your life, I want you to get to a support group. Uh, I want you to get to recovery groups where you can be with people who can mourn with you. I just think that's so important to have someone there to comfort you. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So let's live in harmony and let's uh, not repay that evil for evil. And and, um, there's this... There's this vengeance sometimes that wells up in us when we've been wronged. And I want you to understand that when that comes up, it's going to land you in no good land. It's going to harm you more than it's going to harm the other person. And I want you to move that. I want you to validate it. Yes, I feel like taking vengeance. Yes, I don't want anything good to happen to them. But instead, I want you to move move it and practice gentleness, goodness, and kindness so that you can be healed. So practicing gentleness, goodness, and kindness is very healing to me. Absolutely. Okay. In conclusion. The Lord is gentle, good, and kind. Your gentleness makes us great. Psalm 1835. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. First Chronicles 1634. But my kindness shall not depart from you. Isaiah 5410. Mm-hmm. As we walk with the Lord, we will become like him. Gentleness, goodness, and kindness comes naturally to no one. These are character traits that must be intentionally cultivated. Trauma heals as we release it and replace it with good attitudes. Dwelling on the past, current offenses, the wicked words or deeds of others causes a fracture in our lives. It unsettles us and makes us suffer. We cannot go back and change it, but we can change our future. As we release our suffering to the Lord as our portion for the day, we can choose to praise Him for His goodness. May goodness and mercy follow you all the days oh, of your days life. Your life. Oh, let goodness and mercy follow you. So let's look at this. You know, a lot of, I've never met anyone in addiction that does not have trauma. And so as they, if they rehearse all these past things and let them settle in their spirits without moving them, it does make them fragmented into many different parts where they can't even trust themselves. So, and it makes them suffer. So what I tell them is that I want you to identify everything that's making you suffer. And then I want you to sit with it for just a minute. I want you to validate it. Yes, that hurts. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Yes, that pokes. That's, that's thorny. And then I want you to move it and get up, shake it off and enjoy your day. What's bad for us as addicts and alcoholics is that um, a lot of times our, our, our memory giver is like a, 
is like a video replay in a football game. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see something like, let's say you see a quarterback get smashed real quick, uh, and, and it looks bad, you're like, ooh, that must have hurt. And it, it so it did, I'm sure it did hurt. Um, and then in, in a few minutes, you forget about it. But then the, the guys that are, that, are, that, are, that are hosting the game or broadcasting the game are like, let's take a look at that hit again. And they play it back, and they play it back in slow motion, and they're zoomed in on the quarterback himself, and you can see his face writhing in pain. Hmm. And it looks way worse than it did the first time. Yeah. It, and, it, and, it, and you weren't even thinking about it at the time. Hmm. So then we put it away, and we don't think about it for a while. And, then, and so do the broadcasters. But then at halftime, they're like, hey, let's look at that big hit back in the first half again. Mm-hmm. And they play it again, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I've already seen this. And it looks even terrible now. That's how I do with resentment mm. and fear and stuff like that in my head. I'll forget about it for a while, but then when I think about it, my mind has magnified it into something that it isn't, and, and mm. I can't get any rest. And that makes it grow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that makes it grow, right? So what, what can you do to release that, Bobby? Um, it's it, there's the, the whole process of sharing it, the whole p- process of uh, letting it, letting letting God intervene, let mm-hmm. me see uh, what I can do to not put myself in those situations again. I mean, there's a right. there's a whole kit of tools right. laid at my feet that I of things I need to do. And so what you're talking about is getting tools in your tool belt yeah. to get the stuff to move. You do not have to live in this suffering. You do not have to live in the fractured, fragmented parts of your dark past of the words of other people, nor do you have to believe them, but you can believe in the goodness of God. So your blessing today is may the goodness of the Lord chase you down and overcome you with a bounty of blessings. Lord God, deliver us from the curses that have been spoken over us. Deliver others from the curses that I have spoken over them. Let me bless and not curse. Let me speak with words of gentleness, goodness, and kindness. And may the words go forth and accomplish great things and return unto me in great favor. And we just love you. We love you. We love you, Lord. We just thank you for teaching us this lesson of gentleness, goodness, and kindness. Well, this was the Rock of Recovery. And this was... Bobby Snyder. And Angie Meadows. Yes. I I (laughs) I've got this blank look over there. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Yes. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.